Welcome to the Get Out and Try podcast. I'm your host, Katie Axel. This episode is brought to you by ID Shield, the most comprehensive identity theft protection and reputation management solution available. ID Shield provides credit monitoring and alerts, digital privacy management, and guaranteed restoration services. I use it myself, and you can get it too. Visit getoutandtry.wearelegalshield.com. That's getoutandtry.wearelegalshield.com. This is part two of the interview with Dennis and Ryan from St. Croix County Parks. I was really glad to have guest host Ken Conan from Raider Streaming and Casey Films Pro in on this interview because he asked some great questions that I wouldn't have known to ask, especially when we started talking about hunting in the St. Croix County Parks. We also talk about upcoming events that they're hosting, some of the lesser known parks, and we even get into geocaching. Check it out. For people that haven't done some of the things that we're talking about. I know that I've seen learn to fill in the blank on your Facebook page and Mm -hmm. even on your events website. You have learn to snowshoe coming up at a lot of different parks. What, which parks are that, is that going to be held at? Yeah, those will be held at uh, Homestead Parklands, uh, Glen Hills, um, and both forests, uh, Stanton County Forest and the Knickknick Forest. And our uh, education outreach uh, person, Alicia Miller, um, teaches all those classes for anybody, you know, of all levels, yeah. never done it before to somebody who does it all the time, you know, you can come out and kind of a guided tour through those properties. Have you snowshoed before? I have not. Okay. Yeah. I remember I did a learn to snowshoe and it's pretty easy. Yeah. You walk like a zombie basically. I think that was <laughs> what, or walk like Frankenstein is what I was told. Ah. Um, but really enjoyable. And uh, I think that's something that if you're looking for a winter hobby, it's a great one that isn't too intimidating. You know, I was a downhill skier, blew out my knee, and I don't really want to do that anymore. So, right. Right. Um, you know, it's it's a good alternative that keeps you out getting some real vitamin D. So right. I appreciate yeah. that. Now, learn to ice fish. I feel like I remember seeing that. Am I lying here? Um, there's We have uh, an ice fishing contest coming up. Oh, yeah. talk about that. Uh, yeah, where's that uh, at? February 6th at uh, um, Perch Lake. It is yeah. awesome. Which will be, uh, I think it's uh, 1 to 3. Open uh, uh, all, ages. all ages. You have, like, categories free. for, like, 10 and under. We've got some uh, stuff. I, or Yeah, it, there's uh, prizes for... for um, Different sorts of things. You know, awesome. Yeah. So So does a kid have to know how to ice fish to be able no, to? No. Okay. No. There's going to be a sportsman's alliance will be out there, and they're going to be digging all the holes for people. And it's going to be, they'll have uh, fishing gear on, on hand as well. Okay. So just kind of show up and how give, fun. give it a try. That's awesome. Yeah. Especially for those kids that have never done it before, they get to try right. it without mom and dad having to go out and buy all the stuff yeah. to see if they like, you know, test it. Exactly. <laughs> test yeah, it out, yeah. So. For sure. Um, but you don't have learn to ice fish for adults or anything like that. Uh, no. Okay. Not at the moment. Might have to look into can, that. Can yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Note taken. Find a kid and bring him and just say it's for the kid. Come on, Katie. Right. We have plenty of kids in our neighborhood. Just grab one. I'll pass. Right. This is my daughter, Katie. Oh, okay. Come on, Katie. We can teach you. This what? is amazing. Get out of my way, Katie. This fish is for me. <laughs> totally wrestling on the ice. Right. Beat it. Beat it. I got this ball eye. What other learn to type of events do you guys host? Hmm. Um, I, 
I wouldn't say there are a lot of learn learn to, but there are right. certainly a lot of get out and try. Yeah. Type yeah. Of yeah. Events. Well, that's yeah. a great name. Get out and try. Weird. That's weird how that came <laughs> up. Yeah, I heard that somewhere before. <laughs> Slip him the 20 that we talked about quick. So, I mean, you know, what's your passion? Or what have you always yeah. wanted to do but never, never done? You, yeah. um, during warmer weather, we offer places to run, hike, bike, yep. camp, boat, yeah. swim, fish, hunt. Really? Talk about that a little bit. I'm a hunter, and, and I, I struggle to find, I hunt down over in Minnesota right now because I struggle finding land, you know, that you can get out on that's just not, crazy packed uh, on the public side and and who know you know i know it's uh you know finding hunting land is a it's a big deal for a, a guy or a gal that likes to get out and just can't find it well you can actually hunt on several of our bigger parks huh, that's uh, crazy that is one we uh, acquired an extra 40 acres to the northwest of the park okay i mean it's attached to the park but uh, that's open to hunting hmm. Um, Glen Hills is open to hunting. We, you know, there are areas that are restricted. Sure, sure. You, you can't hunt, what is it, within 100, 150 yards of a, yep, of a house. Yeah. Yep, yep. And do they have to kind of check in and say, hey, I'm going to be over in this section, let kind of the person on site know what's up, I would guess? Exactly. Okay, yep, we awesome. Do, we ask hunters to register. Awesome. And um, they can do that at the uh, offices at both Homestead and Glen Hills. Um, we also actually allow it out at Eckerd, even really? though it's not an official park yet. We, yeah. we allow it out there. Huh. And uh, we have a, kind of a mailbox drop to put your registration for. Interesting. So if you're a turkey hunter and you've got spring turkey coming up, that might be a spot to check out. I don't know what it looks like there for birds, but my goodness, how cool. And if you go to the uh, the website on each uh, particular park's page, yeah. um, there should be hunting maps. Yep. On there, there's kind of outlined where, where you can hunt. And, and a copy of our hunting plan. Right. Yep. Tells you all the rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. We talked about Glen Hills Park and Homestead Parklands. Mm-hmm. What else should we put a spotlight on that maybe doesn't get the spotlight time that those two big parks get? Well, um, we have uh, Apple River up, uh, up north, up by... Um, Near the town of, of Star Prairie. It's uh, 60 acres of open space. And we have a, a canoe and kayak launch up there. The Apple River runs right through it. Um, there are trails and uh, just a couple of picnic tables. We're looking at developing that that area in the future. Yeah. So this property, if I remember right, when you pull into Star Prairie, it's you kind of take a left on, on H there. And then you can see the picnic tables there. You cross the river. But... I didn't realize that you guys had land on, on either side of the river there. That's that's really cool. Yep, that's right. And you said you can drop a canoe. So is there a, a launch in there, too, yeah, you can launch from? and kayak, yes. Oh, very cool. I uh, can't forget about Troy Beach as well. That's a very popular park on the St. Croix. Yes. Yep. Now, is that the beach right in Hudson there? It's just south of Hudson. Yeah. Right. It's, oh, uh, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. You can drive down the hill, and uh, it's a great just shaded off, park. Off of County uh, Highway F. Yep. For and then some I, reason, I always thought that was affiliated with Kinnikinnick. No, that's a county oh, park, yeah. yeah. You know, I thought the same thing, because I remember going okay. down the river in the pontoon thinking, oh, there's Kinnikinnick. It was originally a town park. I okay. don't know if it, you know, what town, but... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was uh, Troy, the town of Troy. Okay. Owned that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's small, it's five acres, mm-hmm. but it's right on the St. Croix River, yep. which is, you know, 
a national scenic waterway. When yeah. it's a huge sandy beach, you have kiddos and you want to get onto the water. I know sometimes it's tough, you know, in Hudson, finding a good place where there's not just a ton of boat tra- traffic. Yep. Yep. You go down there and, and there's not. There's a bunch of boats that kind of park along that uh, that sandy uh, jetty or whatever pops right. out there, right? Right. Right. right? And then that park is, like you said, it's all shady. It's beautiful in there. Yep. Yep. Great for a picnic or to hang out on the river or whatever. Yep. And you've got a swim area, too, I think, that's yep. kind of roped mm-hmm. off. The whole, the whole area yep. is a swim area. Yeah, it's right yeah. next to the, uh, the YMC, Camp YMCA, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Directly yep. next door. So Got it. Uh, one other uh, facility I'd like to mention is we, it's called the Orf Family Overlook. Yeah. And it's just uh, north of Bass Lake. Okay. It's a 15-acre uh, park that features hiking trails. It has a picnic shelter, a scenic overlook. Um, and over last summer, we had the Wisconsin Conservation Corps come in. They sent a crew, and they helped build uh, 180 feet of boardwalk. It's really cool. And an observation platform right there on the shoreline. And we're, we're hoping that we can eventually develop this into a, a place that, you know, like schools would like to bring kids on field trips. Huh. So it's 153rd, the boat launch, if you've ever been to the north side of, of Bass Lake, that boat launch. But right before that is what you're talking about, this overlook area. Yep. yep. Huh. I've driven past it a bazillion times, never knew it was there. Yeah. Is this like a hidden gem for photographers that they just haven't discovered yet? Because I feel like I we should have seen be. a lot of pictures of definitely. all of this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, with that boardwalk right down along the water, it goes out to the... To the end of the uh, that little spit of land, mm-hmm. yeah, a little point that it goes out to with a picnic table out there. It looks like, yeah. according to the map, at least, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, we have the Wisconsin uh, Conservation Corps co- uh, crew coming back this summer to put in another 180 yards of uh, or feet, sorry, of uh, boardwalk and kind of improve on the observation deck that they built. Huh. Put some railing on it and a couple of benches. Yeah, and if you're at the top of the hill up there, the overlook is really cool. You can see all yeah. of Bass Lake from up there. It's really? We're yeah. going to put a swing uh, set in there, as, you know, like a porch swing type thing yeah. up right. there. Do you and anticipate several any, benches. Do you anticipate adding any camping in there? No. It's no. just going to be kind of a day-use uh, okay. park. What do you have to do in order for camping to, to be put into a park? I mean, is it a lot more with staffing and maintaining it? Uh, pretty much. Okay. Right, you, you know, you should have campsites designated. and So we don't allow um, people to just camp wherever they want. Yeah. Um, and then basically, it's Glen Hills Park that is the one camp mm-hmm. campground we have, which is why it'll be nice to have Eckerd um, open up with lots of campsites. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And Well, and it's great for a family that's on a budget. You know, during the summer, it's really nice to be able to have that little vacation getaway where you're near the water. Right. And not everyone can afford, you know, the $2,000 one-week cabin vacation up right. north. And, right. and so that's a really great alternative. Can I, can I ask how much, what's the range for camping uh, price-wise? Um, it's $30 a night, right? Yeah, $30. Okay. Well, now the, that Eckert's just going to be booked solid all summer, I bet. Yeah. As soon as you guys open, forget it. The uh, camper cabins are a little bit more. They're $75 I'll a night. pay for mm-hmm. the Katie cabin price. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, yeah, I mean, the, the you know, unlike state parks where they book up, you know, super early in the season, like there's usually spots open throughout the year you yeah. know, at the county parks. So it's a really great option. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did we talk about Wildwood Trail? No. 
It's, um, it's located out uh, between Woodville and Spring Valley. It's a seven-mile off-road hiking, biking, and snowmobiling trail. It's on a former uh, rail, railroad right-of-way, and it goes through the town of O'Gailey. Uh, we purchased that property from the St. Paul, Minneapolis, and Omaha Railway in 1970 and developed it into a very popular trail. So I've ridden on that trail. It's, it's really nice. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. What, bicycle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, my semi-mountain bike. You know, when you get older, it's kind of a little more comfy. You so got some <laughs> springs on it. <laughs> well, you know, Katie, if you bring that up, I am looking at one of those things. Those they things are sweet. Really cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, once you're going for an hour, I mean, I'm yeah. out for five, six, seven hours, Katie. Like, I'm out. You're going and on the brewery tour, though. That, <laughs> every hour after the first one is brutal. So I need, I need some giddy up. Yeah. Be able to flip that switch. I know, right? Home. And you can ride an e-bike, uh, e-bike on these things. I've seen them motoring around out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there's any brewery t- tours going on out there. There could be, though. I didn't see anything. I don't, well, you can't have alcohol at any of the parks, can you? Um, yeah, you can. There's oh, you no, can? Yeah, there's no These are county parks. This is, these, are the, these are the fun I, parks. Which ones can't you? Katie's like, well, right, which ones can we go to Let then? write this <laughs> Let me get out the scratch pad real quick. Wisconsin, Katie. <laughs> I know, right? Land of the free! Yeah, they have liquor store uh, delivery service to the parks then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call the ranger. Look into. <laughs> That's so funny. So you can bring alcohol. I think I was at one of the, I think I was at Pembles Beach. Last summer, which is not a county park. Which yeah, is that south of uh, Troy Beach? I think yes. Yeah, yeah. I they, don't remember who runs. Do they that not one. allow alcohol? They don't. They had a guy policing it too. It watched people get caught. No way, really. Yeah. Wow, I mean, fun police was out. Glass right? bottles on the beach. That but makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, there's no prohibition on Excellent. alcohol. I love Wisconsin. What other properties have we not talked about that you want to put a spotlight on? The Wildwood Trail, too, if you're into geocaching. Oh, yeah. It's like they, it's all Are they the stacked in there pretty yeah, good? Yeah, it's, it's very popular for That's that. That's interesting. Yep. And, and so I'm an old geocaching fan. I used to like to get the kiddos out when they were younger sure. to move and groove, yep. and it was like a treasure hunt. Would you mind explaining what geocaching is yeah. if people don't know? Because not everybody knows. That's basically what it is, a treasure hunt. You, yeah. know, you, you download an app or whatever, and you go find these uh, little geocaches that are you know anywhere yeah. in the world and uh you know you go and you can find them and usually open them up write your name you know yeah. there's stuff in there that you can see whatever and it's a treasure hunt basically yeah. yeah it's really cool it's a great way to get everybody out moving and grooving and it doesn't feel like i remember going on hikes you know and feeling like oh my gosh you know I'm, yeah it's beautiful out but how about done hiking, yeah, you know, but yeah. these things you're out literally out for half an hour, an hour, and it doesn't seem like any time because you're you nearing mission, it right? and they're yeah. like hidden in a tree stump exactly. that you have to go off the trail a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Super so gonna, fun. I want to yeah. explain it just a little bit more. Yeah. So when you open up the app on your phone, you have the, the goal point on the map that right. you're headed towards. So as you walk with your phone, you're looking at your phone and you see that you're moving closer toward whatever the geocache is. Right. So as you arrive, you, you start looking around in the trees or on the ground. Sometimes they're up high. And what you're looking for is some kind of container 
Right. And it could be a plastic container. It could be a metal container. It could, I guess, I don't know what else. It could be anything. Yeah, it could be anything. And inside that, you can find trinkets. So some people might bring a keychain or, or, um, you know, a themed trinket of some Mm -hmm. sort. And then that's also where you write your name. Right. Um, So it's basically finding anything that shouldn't belong there or doesn't belong there kind of thing. You know, like you can see something that. I will tell you there's one of those out at the Orf property, too, because we found it when we were out there looking for a place to put a bench. Oh, oh. really? And you're like, oh, what's this? <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's a rare occasion because usually they're off. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's a whole thing across the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had no idea how big it was until I downloaded the app. I've only done it a few times, but it's pretty popular with a lot of people. Yeah. So. Yep. And, and you it, can you can buy those little, they've got little geocache tokens and different things you can leave behind that have like little tracking numbers. And so you can... Mm-hmm. In Boy Scouts, we went out, and we left a couple um, at one of the camps that we went. And then the boys were able to watch online where that tracker went to as people oh. would kind of check in, and they oh, would move cool. it. Yeah. And so it made it all the way overseas into in Europe. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. What? That's like, so fun to see. How cool. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool for the kids to see. Yeah, super cool deal, yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about Learn to Snowshoe coming up. You've got it at pretty much all the parks that snowshoeing is available at. Yep. How do people sign up for that? So you can go to the uh, St. Croix County Parks Facebook page, and there's events there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the information to contact Alicia is in there, and she, she I think it's 20, per- 20 participants per class, and she's kind of keeping a running list of who's signing up and yeah. whatnot. So. Well, I can also say that you have those listed on getoutandtry.com. So yes. just look them up on getoutandtry.com, and that'll yeah. lead you right to the link. And yep. I believe it goes to the Facebook page where the sign-up is. Right. So. Uh, easy way to find that on getoutandtry.com. And it looks like your 2022 annual park passes are available now. And last yeah. year we, we did a, a photo contest for the first time for the annual pass. Yeah. Which, uh, we had people submit photos for for that, and it was very popular. We had a lot of huh. great submissions. Um, so uh, that's a, a photo that somebody took of, I think it's a Glen Hills. Wonderful. Yep, it is. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, and I'm sure. really excited to see what else comes from St. Croix County Parks. It sounds like there's a lot of exciting stuff. Welcome to the area, by the way, Dennis. Thank you very much. <laughs> good to Glad have to you. be here. Yeah, yeah, it's really good to have you here and your fresh set of eyes with your vast experience. So, And Thanks. a big thank you to you, Ken, for uh, letting us borrow your equipment, and we might yeah. have to get you on a couple Happy to more do it. podcasts here. <laughs> People will be like, don't tune in. That guy was on again. <laughs> Sorry, Katie. I'm bringing your numbers down over here. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's no. just my personality. Good to have you. Good to have you. Thanks for the invite. Give him a gro- uh, GoPro and have him get on his bike. Right. I know. Yeah. I, th- I think there's yeah. a video series coming up here. Yeah. So we'll have to just go explore some of these parks. and That'd be cool. Maybe we'll have to call you and get a personal tour from you. Sure. Get you on camera if you yeah. want. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. Not, I don't know. That sounds like something Ryan and Joel. Let's do it. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. That wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening. Be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's one of those small ways that you can help support the podcast and help others to find it. Make sure you're also visiting getoutandtry.com often, keeping you connected to the calendar of fun and happenings in the St. Croix Valley area. Until next time, find some ways to connect with your community. Support those hardworking small businesses that host all the fun in the valley. Go, get out and try.